Alright, so we are three lines down in the wide lines of the Nun Amen Alf at the two dots. The Gora says, Echad Asara, the Echad Asariba. We were talking about how to make a Mizuman, and we had all these different things. First, in our Mishnah, it was if you have 10, if you have 100, if you have 1,000, if you have 10,000, all these different things that you're supposed to say. So the Gora asks, I don't understand. Hagufa Kasha. The Mishnah itself seems to contradict itself. That's always problematic. Because Abra's first you say First you say whether it's ten or whether it's uh, ten thousand, it doesn't really matter. it's the same numbers, it's the same word it's the same verbiage. The hundred then it says, Well, if you have a hundred you say like this, if you have a thousand you say like this, Buribu Omer, if you have ten thousand you say like this. So Amr Yosef, Lo Kasha. This When it comes to Rebbe, he says You got to go according to the the mass. However many people you have, the more people, the more the merrier, as they like to say. And therefore, if you have a lot of people, you got to make a stronger bracha, a bracha with more uh, that signifies the amount of people that are there. In the crowds, we bless God. I don't know why there's two dots there. We'll just ignore it. Rabbi Kiva says, it's the same that you find in the shul. Rabbi Kiva, what did you do with this puzzle? In groups. He needs it for the following. That even the fetuses, or the fetuses, that were in the wombs of the mother, they said Shira when they were there on the Yams. But here's a point. From the source of the Jewish people, meaning in the womb. Yeah, that's where you learn that from the from Makor, from the from the womb. But what he's trying to say is from the word Bimakolos Beis Hashem. Amarava Halacha Kribi Kiva. Like Dave mentioned on Friday, we hold the Kribi Kiva that no matter how many people you have, he just uses the regular Nusach of the Mizuman. Ravina for Rav Chama Bar Buzi Ikla Bereish Glusa the Gatz Bereish Glusa come Rabbi Chama become a Hader Abe Meya he was trying to find a hundred guys he was trying to get a hundred guys to hop right in the corner to go bench Amrli Ravina Lo Tshikachi why do you need a hundred guys Amarava Lach Rabbi Kiva Lach Rabbi Kiva whether you have ten a hundred a thousand ten thousand a hundred thousand it doesn't matter once you have ten it's going to be the same Nusach the same language all of Berchas Amazim. When I see bread at the Rish Kuz's house, I would get a small chabura, small group to make to bench with three people on our own because I didn't want to be part of the benching of the Rish Kuzza. Smorah says, well, first of all, usually we have a halacha. And the halacha is that if you have ten, you're not allowed to break down into three. So he had thousands of people there, it seems to be. Why didn't he break into groups of ten? So the Gemara says the reason why is because Shama Rish because the Rish would be mad. He said, what do you guys do with bench on your own? So, I have another idea. Why don't you just do it the old-fashioned way? The Rish Luz is going to bench and you'll be out to the bracha. <coughs> so the Gemara says, I need the Avshi Kulialma. Everyone's going to be loud. Everyone's going to be talking. Lo Shemiah, you're not going to hear it. So therefore, you're not going to be able to be yotz to the bracha of the Reish Galusa. And therefore, the only way to bench is to bench to yourself, or at least with three people. Because if you bench with ten people, the Reish Galusa will be mad. And even though you haven't fulfilled the best way of doing the mitzvah, at least you have fulfilled the mitzvah. And as they say, the greatest hitter mitzvah in the world is doing the mitzvah. And therefore, he wanted to bench without, uh, and to make sure he was still yotz his benching. Amar Rabbah, Tosva, that's why 
Uh, Ramosha has it in Shuva. He has this famous Shuva. says when you're at a wedding and you don't want to stay, so when you wash, you have to wash with intention to not be part of the Mizuman, not be part of the crowd. Because otherwise, you're chayv in Mizuman, you're chayv to say Shavbrach, you're chayv to do the whole thing. So assuming you don't want to wait or you don't want to stay, which nobody should. It's an absolute terrible travesty that people have to stay till the end of the wedding. But so therefore, you, the way to do things is that you just when you when you make emotsi, when you wash, when you make emotsi, you say I'm making emotsi, but I don't have in mind to be part of the mezuman, and therefore you can go ahead and bench on your own, and you can leave when you want. Okay. Three people go ahead and they eat bread together. And one of them says, I'm going to bench on my own. They could still use him for their mezuman, right? Even though he benches, we don't care if you bench. You were part of our mezuman. You were part of our crew, and therefore we're going to use you for a mezuman. But he lo nafik bezimun didhu. He will not be able to be yote with their mezuman. Once he bench, he can't go backwards and do a mezuman. He can still be part of a mezuman. He can still be part of the kavis. Be part of our mezuman. But he himself uh, won't be yote mezuman because he's already benched, and benching has to come before uh, mezuman has to come before benching. Lalach, sure. Why not? Yeah. Rabbi Shmuel. What? He's yeah, but he, he he never really left. He benches himself, so his benching is ruined. But our, why he can't ruin our benching? She says he decides to bench. He doesn't ruin our mezuman over here. We'll see later an even crazier halacha. Rabbi Shmuel, I'm a raf from our papa. He called the bekinista to Abi Gibar. He came to the shul of Abi Gibar. Come, come, sivre. He was reading the Torah of Amar Baruch Hu Hashem. He was silent. He didn't say Hamavarach. Lo Amar Hamavarach. He didn't say Hamavarach. Avshi Kuliyama, the whole crowd started yelling at him and said, Baruch Hashem HaMavorach, he missed a word. Amarava Pasyaluch, well this guy is like, he's like, he's like clay, he's, a, he's an empty, empty vessel. But how do you plug the level of Why are you getting involved in Machok Shev Yikim Rabbi Shmuel? If you say Baruch Hashem HaMavorach, you've covered all opinions. The old Hanog Amak Rabbi Shmuel, also the Veltz Midig is like Rabbi Shmuel to say Baruch Hashem HaMavorach, and therefore that's what a person should say. Now, says the Mishnah, Gimel Sha'achul Ka'achas, three people eat together, Einer and Shayan Lachal, they're not able to split up. Vechem Dalar, Vechem Chamisha, so two by four, so two by five, because once you're part of a Mizuman, you can't leave the Mizuman. Vav, once you have six, Nachlachim, you're allowed to split into two Mizumans of three. Adasar, up to ten. Yeah, so once you have 10, ain't a chagam ad chaf until you have 20, because once you've been mechai with a mezumin to say Shem Hashem, you can't get out of it without there. Sheikh Aburos, you have two groups, Ochalos, Babai Zach, they're eating in one house. Bismashim, Excess, and Rowan, Eulus, Eulus, once they can see each other. Haray, Eulum, and Starfun, and Zimun, they are now combined to become Amazomen, Vim Lav, and if not, Eulum, Mazamun, Lazamo, Vimulum, Mazamun, Lazamo. Each person becomes their own Mazumen. You can't combine together if everybody can't see each other. Ain Rivarkana Yain, you can't make a break break oven on wine to make it called wine. I cheat and so you put water in there as well. Say no. Once you squeeze out grapes, even though it's pure grapes, there is no uh, water in there, still you would be obligated to make a bore peri hagafan. Are there how many people are in the living room? Yeah, it depends how you could see each other. It depends if there's a wall, it depends if there's a doorway, it depends there's a whole lot of rules to figure out. What? Uh, I would assume so. I would assume they'd have the same halachas. 
I would assume the same halachas that we have for tefillah to combine for a, for a minion would be the same halachas for a mezuman to for ten. I think so. Oh, he's saying in general. He's saying it. Saying in a shul is easy. Everybody's together in one room. But in a shiva house, oftentimes, right, there's not enough room in the living room, whatever it is. So therefore, there are some people in one room and some people in a different room. So whenever you're talking about counting a minion, so, I mean, we'll get to it later at some point. I don't know, ninth park, some, I don't know, at some point. The Gemara talks about in what, what type of room, what type of setting does everyone have to be together to be able to count that 10 for a minion. So we usually hold that you have to be in the same room. But the question is, even if you're in the same room, you know, if you're living in a dining room, they combine. You know, what, what splits up the rooms? What stops it? So usually if you can see each other, we're willing to say, you know, there's all, there's all sorts of rules to figure out what's called a different room, what's not called a different room. Says the Gemara, my Kamashman, what's the Chidosh? Tanina Chanazim, we already learned this. Gimel Chalchul Gachas. Three people eat together. Chayav and Lazamin. You have to make them a zuman. Ha kemash malon ki had the amar of Abba Amar Shmuel. Gimel sheyashul leachol gachas. So three people sit to eat together, even though vadayin lo achul. Even though they didn't yet eat, but they decided we're going to eat together. Einon rishai lichalik. They are not able to split up once you've agreed to eat together. Even though you didn't actually eat together, at that point it becomes us for you to split up. Everyone is going to have to bench together. Lashon acher a more. Uh, uh, Palatable language that we hold like Amr of Abba, Amr Shmuel, Kizan, Gimel Shiyashal Echel, Kahachas, three people eat together. Afbishkal Echel Echel, Ocham Mikikaro. It doesn't have to be that we all split the same pizza. We're each eating our own sandwiches by ourselves, but we're eating together. Uh, still, that's called a group, and you can't split up. Inami, another halacha, very shocking halacha. You have three guys who each independently ate with two other people. So you have one guy eats, uh, they eat Friday night dinner on Church and Crawford, and one guy eats Friday night dinner on Dempster and Crawford, and one guy eats Friday night dinner on Dempster and McCormick. And then each one of them leave, and they all meet together somewhere on, I don't know, wherever, on Church and McCormick, all three of them. None of them were even there, but they all happened to end up in the same place at the same time. So... At that point, they can now do Mizumin at that point because they haven't yet fulfilled their Mizumin obligation. They all came, each one came from a group of three, uh, from a group of three, therefore they are higher than Mizumin. They hadn't yet done Mizumin, so now they can do Mizumin in a whole different place. Doesn't sound like it. They just show up there. That's it. They've now they've now they obligated themselves. Them. They ate in three separate locales. And they they all they all get to, they all leave early, and now they all get together in a in a different locale that none of them were there. And now, or it doesn't matter if they were or weren't there. And they all get to so one place together. So now each one of them has a mezuman obligation, and therefore each one of them will go ahead and they can make a mezuman at that point, even though they didn't eat there. They don't do with the place, but they're still they're allowed to create a mezuman obligation at that point. Oh, so the Gemara says, Amar Rava, going to Nun on the base for a second, Amar Rava, the low Amran Ella, the low Agdimo Hanach, the Azman Alayo Bedukhtayo. It has to be that they weren't part of a Mizuman earlier. Of Azman Alayo Bedukhtayo, they're already part of a Mizuman earlier, Parach Zimmanayim. Their Mizuman is gone. They've already fulfilled their obligation, but if they left early, you know, don't tell us to the high school kids, right? They leave early before before benching. So they leave early, and then they all, all of a sudden, after everyone leaves early, they all end up at the Lishka together. After it was all said and done, all of them were part of a meal, all of them left early, none of them waited for benching and now they all end up at the Lishka together before you start groups before you start sniff that's it we're going to go have a Muslim before everything starts that's why they don't put me in charge of Moshe anyway so the Gemara says <laughs> so that's it the, the, the Muslim is gone 
How do I know that that is true? Disnan mita. If you have a bed, half it was stolen. Right? We know a bed is uh, is going to be a uh, a bed is going to be a keli. It's able to be susceptible to tuma as long as it's a keli. Once part of it is stolen, half it is lost. It's just I don't know. It's gone. See ya. Were you in it? Yeah, I don't know. It's just it's gone. See you later. Or it gets split in an inheritance. Oshutvin or partners split it. Tahora. It's now tar because neither half is a useful item at this point. Hechzir, but once you put it back together, mekabel suma. Now it is able to be susceptible to tuma mikanalaba because even though it was gone momentarily, but now that it recombines, it is able to be susceptible to tuma mikanalaba in lemafrelo. Even though there was a moment where it wasn't, it's able to become re uh, in the category of tuma. So here also alma kivin de palgua. Even though they split up. Or even though I'm sorry, they split up the bed, the tumor is gone. Once they make the mezuman, that's it. There's no more, uh, the obligation of mezuman has gone away from them. But until that happens, until that happens, the obligation from mezuman is still there. And therefore, they would be able to reconvene together. And when they reconvene together, that could obligate them in mezuman at that point. Is it ever? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is it ever? Yeah. Yeah. Very strange knowledge. What's the relevance of the bed? I don't. Yeah. Even though something can, even though something can split up, it could still be. It could. It could reconvene into obligation. You can have something that was ready to go. It gets split up, and then after it gets split up, it could reconvene into into the original item that it was. So here also you have a thing like that that it could re-split up, but then it could re uh, reconvene into its obligation. And you start eating. Yeah, they weren't allowed to leave. These people weren't allowed to leave. They weren't allowed to leave. They were obligated to Mazuman. They weren't allowed to leave. Yeah, they didn't hear a Mazuman. So they leave, but they still have an obligation of Mazuman inside of them. So to fulfill that obligation of Mazuman, when they get together with their other Chevro uh, over there, they're able to have a Mazuman. Yeah, it's a very odd thing. Not gonna lie. All right. Here we go. Base cover. So you have two people eating uh, in the same uh, room. Tanu yimei shamish b'neim. If you have a waiter, shamish mitzarfin. The waiter is able to combine them together. Ein b'varach nal yain. Tanu rabbanu yain. If you have wine, ad shlo nasan l'sochem. I'm so you put water in that wine. Ein b'varach lo bray perigaf. You can't make a bray perigaf. El bray per eitz is just the derivative of a fruit. It's just fruit, and therefore it's a ha'etz. Menotzam menli daim. You can use it to wash your hands because it's not yet wine. It's just uh, it's just peiros. Just water. The moment we put water in there, now you make a bread brick oven. Now it's wine. Once it's wine, it has a, it's called food. Now that it's called food, you can't wash your hands with it. No problem. You want to make a bread brick oven, you knock yourself out, even though there's no water in there. And automatically, because it is already called food, you're not allowed to use it to wash your hands. Who does this hold like that says you're allowed to do whatever you want with bread? Meaning, even though bread is called a food, still we allow you to do, uh, we, we allow you to do something that may come to lose the bread, right? You may come to, to, to ruin it. It's like Rebbe 
who says that when you have this, this juice from the grapes, you're allowed to wash your hands with it. Even though it's true, it's a food and you're going to ruin it, Rabbi Yezer isn't worried about ruining foods. Here too, also here, when you have bread, Rabbi Yezer is not concerned about ruining the bread. He says you can do whatever you want with it. If you want to play a hacky sack with it, you knock yourself out. Even though it's true, you may come to lose the bread. Even the Chagam say you don't need to put in water to make a bread per eight. So they agree that when it comes to the coast of benching, uh, until you put water into the cup. Because you need, if you're going to do a mitzvah, you got to do it the best way possible. And therefore, even though it's true, it's called wine, even if you just take liquid out of grapes still until you put the water it's not the highest level of wine and therefore you gotta throw the water in there also the Rabbanu say you make a bore peri what could this thing do for you it's just it's liquid from a grape it doesn't taste good nobody would possibly drink this what it can do is it is good for refua it's there for, for health benefits and therefore since people drink it for health benefits Therefore, uh, they mix it up with some of that stuff and they drink it for health benefits, even though they don't put any water in there. Therefore, it has, it has some level of usability, of usage, and therefore, it gets the bracha of Borei Peri Hagafen. Pour it on your kutach. Pour it on your kutach, yeah. for sure. <laughs> Four things we say about bread. Number one, don't put raw meat on bread because perhaps the raw meat will ooze onto the bread and then you'll say, you, I don't want to eat that bread. Don't, don't bring a full cup over wine because again, maybe the wine will spill on the bread and you will say, Ew. Vein Zorgan has a pass. Don't throw bread. Vein Somgan has a kaharabe pass. And don't keep a bowl. Don't, don't support a bowl with bread. A Maymar. Umar Zutra Ravashi. Krocharif the body. They ate some bread together. Isakabet Samari Verimoni. They got some dates. And they got some pomegranates. Shokal Marzutra. Marzutra took one. Pasako committed Ravashi. He threw one to Ravashi. But he didn't throw one of those. Disna. He threw some bread. He threw some meat to Ravashi. He had a nice cooked some meatballs. And he threw them to Ravashi. Armor Lay. He says, Lo Savlamar. La Hadatani. Ain't Zorgans. Don't you hold. They're not allowed to throw food. He says, I heave it. Pass. No, no. You're only not allowed to throw bread. You want to throw food. Throw all the food you want. <laughs> Tani Kavas, uh, sorry. And that's how it started, Judge. So he says, but we have a brother, so he says, you're not allowed to throw bread, you're not allowed to throw anything. But I can retort to you that wait, there's another price that says, you are allowed to throw foods. It must be. If it can become disgusting. If you throw it, then you ain't allowed to throw it. So bread, you're never allowed to throw. And then every other food in the world, it depends. If it will become disgusting when you throw it, then you can't do it. If it won't become disgusting, no problem. It, can't hand it, and you can't throw it. That's why. That's why the invention of the challah tray. That's where the challah tray came from. The challah tray was invented because of that. Because you're not allowed to hand in bread. Who? Really? I don't know. Really and some, and some guy, yeah. yeah, that's a weird thing. The halacha says that you, you can't hand it to each other because the simon of avelos. Avelos is you hand someone something when it's avelos, but you also can't throw, brother. Like we see over here, and that's why we invented the challah tray. 
Right? We don't have that by anything else in the world. The chalotre, who's ever heard of such a thing? So we invented the chalotre because you have to figure out how could I do something where I can't throw it and I can't hand it. So I came up with an idea. Somebody marketed it and they said, well, put it on a tray. I'll sell it for a lot of money. And then what will I do? I'm not throwing it I'm not, and I'm not handing it. Why it's can't perfect. you hand it? Because it's the simon of Avelos. It's a puzzle in the Eov. I don't know. You're asking Pesukim in the Eov. I don't know. Puzzle says in the Eov that for Avelos you hand things to other people. So therefore we don't hand food to other people because it's a simon of Avelos. So it's a uh, an omen of Avelos. So we don't like doing that because we don't want to give people an omen of Avelos. Mourners? Mourners. Mourners. Yeah. Congregation. What? People who come. What do you mean? Who's people who are in mourning have their food handed to them. Oh. So we don't want to have an omen that this person should be in Avelos. Yep. Anyways, Tanur Abanan Mamshichin Yain Betzinoros Levnei Chazon Levnei Kala. We bring wine. We can pour wine in front of the chazan and in front of the kala. Don't tell the hotel; they'll tell you it gets too sticky. Don't do it. And then Vizarim Levnei Kloyos, you're able to throw parched wheat that goes in and uh, walnuts. Be mosachami. You can throw it all during the during the summer of love most Shem. don't do it during the winter of low goose goes don't throw cakes because cakes delicious <laughs> nobody wants to get rid of that because again if you throw cake on the ground uh, it will get ruined as opposed to a walnut if you throw it on the ground it's really not a big deal you'll eat it no problem it's covered with a shell except for in the muddy season nobody's going to eat mud and therefore that will gross them out Amar Rav Yehuda says Rav Yehuda Shachach a person forgets and he puts food in his mouth below bracha without a bracha so what do you do put the food to one side of your mouth and make a bracha uh, I guess for the other side of your mouth. All right, make a bracha. Now, Tani Chada, we have one bracha. Bryce says, Bolin, swallow the food. Tani Idech, we have another Bryce that says, Polton, spit it out. Tani Idech, Masalkin, we have a third Bryce that says, put it to the side. So, how do we understand all three of these Bryce? So, look, Kasha. How did Tani Bolin, when do we say swallow it? By liquid, because you have no choice. You're not going to be able to put it into one side of your mouth, because then when you start making a bracha, you're going to spit it out. And we also don't want you to, uh, we don't want you to spit it out, because it won't be disgusting. But how did Tani Polton, when do we say spit it out? Something that's not going to become disgusting. Spill out, you'll, you'll, you'll eat it right back up. And that which we say, put it to the side, but it will become disgusting if you spit it out. So therefore we say you can't spit it out, but you also can't swallow it yet. So therefore just put it to the side. Says the Gemara, top of the naf from the naf. The midi delo mimayis namil salkinu tzarachar. I understand. Even if it won't get disgusting, just put it to the side. Why do you have to spit it out? Because why is the big deal that you have to have your mouth free when you make a bracha? Targum Ravitza kas kasa kamei the Rabbiosi bar oven mashmei the Rabbiocham mashun shenemar yemalei piti lozecha. My mouth should be full with your praise, and therefore your mouth should not be full with food. Rather, when you're making a bracha, it should be full with a praise. They asked the following question. A person eats and drinks below Berich, but he didn't make a bracha Rishona. Is he allowed to make a bracha now, even though seemingly he is done eating? If one eats garlic, and therefore their breath is potent, would you tell him, I have a good idea for you? Why don't you have more garlic? No, of course not. In order that your breath can smell even worse, and therefore he's saying, even if you miss the bracha once, okay, because you miss the bracha once, but make a bracha now. Even if I finish my meal, I got no food left. Still, if I forgot to make a bracha, I make a bracha now. The Tanya, as we find, 
goes to the mikvah. He comes out of the mikvah. Be After he's done the ma'aseh mitzvah, he's done the tefillah. He says Baruch Hashem Kedusham Tzav Tzivano After he has finished going to the mikvah, so it seems like you can make a bracha even after the action. Baloi, you got it all wrong. There, because before you go to the mikvah, you can't make a bracha. So since you can't make a bracha, so then we can push it off until uh, after you do the ma'isa. But um, the guy could have made a bracha; he just forgot. So then once you miss, you miss. Too bad. Once you miss it, you miss it. We don't let you come back into the game. You miss it, you ate it all, and you had a chance to do it, and you missed it. We don't say, okay, let's just do this again. No such thing. And therefore, you are gonna, you can't make a bracha anymore. If you have food left, obviously you can still make a bracha. But assuming you are all done with your eating, so then there is no way to make a bracha anymore because you have finished, and therefore there's no bracha for you. Do whatever you want. It just doesn't work. I mean... Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. I don't think it helps. I don't think it does anything for you. I mean, you could, you know, you could, you could also do jumping jacks. So remind yourself the next time, don't do, don't make a, don't eat without a bracha, because otherwise you're gonna have to do jumping jacks. Something you can do whatever. But I'm just saying, it's not gonna, it's not gonna per se help you with the bracha. It's over. You finish eating, so now there's no, there's no bracha to make. Turn one. Asparagus, not that asparagus. Nobody likes that. We're talking about this fancy asparagus, which was a drink that they had every morning. It was the shake that they had every morning. They're a protein shake. Yafa Laleva Tobinaimi. It is good for the heart, it is bad for the eyes. And it's even better for your intestines. The Hahurgobo, and if you have this asparagus, it is good for your whole body. But even though you're drinking this every morning, if you get drunk from this drink, because as we'll see in a second, there's alcohol inside of it, it is bad for your entire body. Now, from the fact that we see it's good for the heart, it must be, it's a base of wine. And we say, since there's a base of wine, it's good for your stomach. It's good for the intestines. But it says, it is good. The one with, with wine is good for your eyes, your spleen, and your heart. But it's bad for your head, your insides, and your uh, uh, hemorrhoids. Bad for them. So, kasha. So kitanya no. But with old wine, it's good for everything. It's both. It's good both for your heart and for your intestines. Kitanya Like we find that old wine is good for your intestines. If somebody says name yain, and somebody says I am making a promise, I'm making an oath that I will not drink wine. Why? Shani toim. Shani toim. Shayain I'm not. I'm not drinking any more wine because the wine is bad for my intestines. It hurts me. So if we would say to the guy, if we say to the guy, hey, we're letting you know that old wine is good for your intestines. And he's silent. So it's clear if a guy makes an oath like that, he was only making an oath because he wanted to help his stomach. So therefore it would only be new wine that is also not old wine. But what do we see from here? We see from here that while it's true, new wine is bad for the stomach, but old wine, it's great for you. That is a proof that old wine is good for the stomach. Who? Kombucha? I'll take a word on that. It's All right. Kombucha? Kombucha? 
Does it taste good? Doesn't sound disgusting. Good. Not really. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it sounded like. It sounded that way from the description. Oh, bring it for kids. Yeah, it sounded. Like, yeah. All right. There you go. All right. Here we go. Turn it up on it. Shishu Devar Namru the asparagus. There are six things we said about asparagus. Number one. You should only drink it when the wine is not diluted. You should drink a full cup of it. You take it with your right hand, but you drink it with your left hand. Don't talk afterwards until you eat something. Don't interrupt their drinking. Just take it down straight. Don't interrupt. Don't give it back. Only the person who gave it to you because this stuff can kill you. And you got to make sure the guy is confident. The guy who's going to drink it can really drink it. Don't give it to somebody else. The rogue alcohol, you got to spit after you eat it. They ain't so so albumino. And immediately after concluding, after you drink this thing, you have to figure out whatever it was made out of, and you have to eat something similar to that. If let's say it was made out of dates, so quickly grab a date. If it was made out of grapes, eat a grape, seemingly. But Hatanya, we say, wait a minute, the price is ain't so so alba pasta. You're supposed to, the first thing you eat afterwards is bread, not uh, not a date or whatever. Buy wine, then the first thing you're supposed to have is, if the if it's a wine base, so then the first thing you're supposed to eat is bread. But if it's a beer base, so then the, whatever the beer is made out of, if it's made out of dates, eat a date. If it's made out of barley or hops, eat some barley, have a bowl of chalt. Tani, Chada, we have one bride that says, yafa. It is good for your heart, for your spleen, and your eyes. But it's bad for your head, your intestines, and your hemorrhoids. But Tani, we have another bride that says, yafa. It's actually good for your head, uh, 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 intestines, and hemorrhoids. But it's bad for your heart, your eyes, and your spleen. Which way is it? So, Kasha. By wine, it's good for the lot. It's good for the heart, eyes, and spleen. But the beer one is good for your head, stomach, and hemorrhoids. Tanachari, rok achrav loka. One bride says if you spit afterwards, it is going to kill you. But Tanya idach lo rok achrav loka. Then the other one says if you don't spit after it, it's going to kill you. So what am I supposed to do? Don't drink it. Yeah, lo kasha. Habi the chamra. One is talking about by wine. That by wine you got don't spit whatever you do. But habi the shulchan by beer you must spit. Amr vashi hashes armes lo rok achrav loka. Now that we say that if you don't spit afterwards you're in trouble. Meimam nizrak mafil v'neimach. Even if there is a king that is coming to talk. You, you better spit. Say sorry, buddy. I gotta spit. Says, what are you doing? What are you Ooh. spitting? He says otherwise, this, uh, this, uh, this. What do you call it? Stuff is gonna kill you. So therefore, I gotta spit immediately after. Yeah. Well, that's what he's saying. You gotta take. You gotta. You just you, sometimes you're stuck between a rock and a hard place. Omar Rebbe Shmuel says Rebbe Shmuel. Uh, sorry. Says Rabbi Shmuel. I'm Rabbi Shmuel. I heard three things from this guy Suriel, who is the officer up up in Shemaim. Number one, Number one, do not take your cloak, your uh, your shirt from a from your assistant. You should take it yourself. Number two, you should not get your hands washed from somebody who has not yet washed their own hands. And number three, number three, don't give back that cup only to the person that gave it to you in the first place. Because this shade, this 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 um, this demon is going to come after you. Or this group of of destroying angels are going to come after you. <laughs> 
the Crips and the Mitzavlo Autumn. Yeah. They are waiting for the guy. The Omrim, and they say, <laughs> When will this guy do one of these things that will mess him up so I will be able to attack him? So therefore, don't drink this stuff unless you know what you're doing. Don't do any of this stuff unless you know what you're doing because otherwise, these people, these uh, groups of angels are going to come after you. Three things the angel of death told me. Number one, do not take your clothing from the uh, from your associate, Vitilbush, and put him on. Number two, don't wash your hands, somebody who has not yet washed their hands. After you have buried a dead body, do not come back with women. Because we know women are associated with the angel of death, and therefore don't hang out with women when the people, when the angel of death is hanging around. Might lead to mixed dancing. And he says, on the way back from burying dead people, I'm hanging out with the women because that's where the angel of death hangs out, and my sword is in my hand. And I have permission to hurt people. Now, what happens? You have to be walking back, and you happen to be next to women. What are you supposed to do? My Takante, what are you supposed to do? Number one, oh, run away, leave, be four hours away from the women. Number two, the Ikanara, if there's a river, Liavre, Pat, go to the other side of the river. The Ikadarkachrim, there's another path, Lazel, take the other path. The Igaguna, if there's a wall, Lake Echor, jump behind the wall. The low, and if you can't do any of these things, Lihadar Ape, turn your head the other way. You say this passage that God should should fight the Sutton, and then you, you just keep doing that until you can get away from the women. Is that the first wife or the third wife? Exactly. We said ten things regarding the the, the cup that you're going to bench on. Number one, number one, you have to wash it out. We'll explain each one of these things. Chai, you're supposed to get a, get it undiluted. Umal, it's supposed to be a full cup. Eater, you're supposed to surround it with. Uh, with beautification, the etaf, and you are supposed to you are supposed to uh, dress yourself up when you make the bracha. If you take it with two hands, you put it in your right hand. You make sure it is at least a hand's breadth off the ground. Look at it. So all you should send it to your wife. Now, we just have four things. Hadaga, shtifa, you're supposed to wash it off. Chai is supposed to be. Uh, undiluted umal is supposed to be a full cup. What do all these things mean? Tana hadachim means to wash out the cup from the inside. And before you make a bracha on a cup of wine, you should wash it both from the inside and on the outside. Anybody who makes a bracha on a full cup of wine, no sinlo nachala from that you will get an inheritance without borders. Not doctors without borders, rather an inheritance without borders. You'll get it all. You'll get both this world and the next world. Eater, what does it mean to beautify the cup? Before Rabbi Yehuda would bench, he would bring the Tamidim over, and therefore it would be beautiful to be able to bench with all of his students. He would make sure he would have little cups all around the big cup, and that would somehow beautify the, uh, the, uh, the, the cup of wine. Amr of Chanu Bechai. You're supposed to take it when it is undiluted. Amr of Sheshul Bechus Arts. And then in Bechus Arts, you're supposed to dilute the wine that you have. 
Itov, what does it mean? Itov, Rav Papa Ma'atif, because Rav Papa would put on his talus, and then after he would put on his talus, he would go ahead and bench. Rav Asi, Parasuja Reshi, he'd put his head on, and then he would bench. Notes of Bishayot, if you take it with two hands, Amr Khanir, my Bar Papa, my crow, what's the Pazak? Su'u Yidechim Kodesh, Ubarak Hussam, lift up your hands and bless God. Notes of the Yami, put it in your right hand. Amr Bhia Bar Abba, Amr Yochanan, Rishonim Sha'alu, the Early ones ask small mouse to say, Yeah, Liam, could your left hand help your right hand? Amr Vashi, Holbury, Shonami, Bailu, since the early ones had the question of Lo Ishitu and they didn't answer it, going to Nun Alpha on the base. On and now, we're going to be Machor, we ain't going to use the left hand. It's like the NBA, they don't use the left hand. Also, when you bench, you can't use the left hand. Umagbiyam in a karga tevach, you have to be at least a tevach off the ground. Amr of Agabar, Chanina, my crack, host to Shuas Esa. I will lift up the, the cup of, of, uh, the cup of salvation, and I will call in the name of God. In order that you don't, you don't ever stop thinking about it. Then, Umashagulon Shabazi, you should send it to your wife, in order that your wife is blessed as well. Ula, you call the bear of Nachman. Ula came to Nachman's house. Karak Rifta, they, they ate bread together. Barach, Barachas Mizon, they benched. Yav, they kissed the Barachas of Nachman. He, after Ula benched, he gave the cup to Rav Nachman. You should send this cup to my wife, Yalta. She doesn't have to drink anything because she is blessed through her husband. And therefore, since you are being blessed, you, uh, Rav Nachman, are being blessed, naturally, she is being blessed as well. It doesn't say through her womb. Ella P. Bitnech through your womb. Tani Nami Hachi, Rnas, Nami Nain, Shem, Pri, Bit, Noshal, Isham, Sparkle, Nami, Pri, Bit, Noshal, Ish. How do you know that the woman is only blessed through the man? Shema Uber, Pri, Bit, Bit, Nech, Pri, Bit, Nolo, Nami, Pri, Bit, Nech, through you, through you, the man. So, as this was happening, Ad the Hachi, as this is happening, show me how the Alta, here is what happened. Kama Bizar, she got mad, she got very angry. The Ozla Becharmer, she went to the wine storage house. Vitavra, Dalit, Mea, Dani, Dacharmer, and she broke 400 Barrels of wine. Replenish all of them. of Nachman. So Rav Nachman says, "Quick, Nishad Lamar, cause the Chrida sent her a cup of wine for goodness' sake." Shalach La. So they sent her and they said, "Look, Kol Kahai Nivna Deberchasi." Even though you didn't get the cup, but the whole barrel is blessed. So Shalchalei, she sent back to him, "Mehadura Mili Umismartutu, call me." Well, you are saying is nonsense. You're just saying that to make me feel better. I'm not interested in you making me feel better. Get me that cup of wine now. That's the end of the story. We don't talk while once we have the kosher bracha in our hands. We do not talk until we finish benching. The Omar Rev. The Omar Asi. You don't make a bracha on a cup of punishments. What's that? My kosher pranios. The second cup. The Gemara Pesachim says that you can't drink anything in pairs. You can't drink things in zugos in pairs. Rather, you can drink one cup or three cup or five cup or seven cup or nine cups, whatever, so on and so forth. But you can't drink two, four, six, eight. Remember that one. Shows a kaflaim. If you drink two cups, lo yivarich. You don't make a bracha. That's what the Gemara asks. That's where it comes up in Pesachim. The Gemara says, how could you tell me to drink four cups? What about the Peronius? The Gemara talks about it over there. It could be because you're doing a mitzvah. We'll get there. We'll be there in like two years. I don't know. We'll talk about it. Remind me in two and a half years or something like that. <laughs> Whatever it is. So he says, it's the la- It's right in the end. It's like Kuf Yadalad, Kuf Tazvav over there in Pesachim. It's really towards the end. So he says, You have to prepare. You have to, you have to, you have to, you can't just meet God the way you want. It has to be with, uh, with, with, it has to be prepared. The high low masak, and this is not prepared.
When who eats and walks, so at the very least when he benches, he should stand still. If you eat while you are standing still, you should make a brach while you are sitting. If you sit and you relax and you eat like a mench, then you should sit when you bench. By all the Malachi is, you shall sit and you should bench. Uh, if you look at the Tosus, the last Tosus in the parak, it's a Hasidish or Tosus. Tosus says, you can just look at the, uh, he says, how do we know? He says, He says, Either because benching is a Daraisa, He should sit and he should bench. Which don't say anything else. It is an acronym. Benching itself is an acronym. What is it? What does that mean? Shave. Visavata means shave, ace, sit at the time, and you shall bench. Albert, I don't know Albert. that is. But that is the, it's a chasidish dosis. Imagine you're sitting somewhere and you say, you know how you're supposed to bench me, dear right? So how are you supposed to sit down? Because it says, v'yachalta v'sevatu v'rachta. V'sevatu, it could stand for shave ace ata. And somebody would say, who says that? The Rebbe from Echves, uh, Antropolin or whatever it is. He'd say, yeah, tosis and brachta and alpha and bis. Okay, anyways. Let's see if we can at least get through the Mishnah maybe a little bit more. Here we go. Uh, now, the Mishnah is going to be very complicated. The Mishnah is very confusing. But don't worry. The Gemara is going to explain it all. So don't, don't cut us off too much by the Mishnah because the Gemara is going to get to all of it. The following things were the, are the Machoksim between Beisham and Beisel when talking about a meal. Beisham is first make the bracha on the day and then make a bracha on the wine. First make the bracha on the wine, then on the day, like what we do, make prayer pre govern and then we make uh, you know the Shabbos bracha. That bracha, that's the Mikdash Ayo. Anyways, but first you do the bracha on the iron first. Notably, it's just a musical interlude. He says, first wash your hands. It's not about washing your hands for most. He's just saying before you you dilute the cup of wine, you have to wash your hands first. We'll talk about it later, probably tomorrow. So notably, first wash your hands. Then only afterwards are you supposed to go ahead and dilute your cup of wine. No, first dilute your cup of wine, and then wash your hands. Supposed to wash your hands. Uh, you wash your hands, and then you're supposed to dry it with a towel. Now, what do you do with a towel? Put it on the table. Don't put it on the table. Put it on the couch. We'll see again. We'll see in the Gemara. First, you sweep up the crumbs on the house. And then you wash your hands. First, wash your hands. And then, and then you clean off the crumbs on the table. First, you make the bracha on ha'esh. And then, if you have to bench, you make the bracha of you bench. But some, then you make the bracha on besamim. And then we do besamim. First, you make the bracha on the candle. Then the bracha on the besamim. Then, then you have to bench. Make a bracha on benching. They have dal, and then you do have dal. Beishamram shabara maor haish. The bracha that you make on the fire on Saturday night is bara maor haish. Or beisalamram bore maore haish. We'll talk about that later. Ein mevarkin lo al haner v'lo b'sam shal akum. You can't use a fire or the incense of a non-Jew. V'lo haner v'lo b'sam shal mezim. Nor a fire or incense of a dead guy. V'lo al ner v'lo b'sam shal avodazara. Ein mevarkin al haner. You can't make a bracha on the ner on the candle. Ad sheya osalor until you have benefited from the fire. Me, Sha'acha Vashalka guy eats and he forgot to blow beer and bench. Bishamim Yaksulum Koma Vivarka says you gotta go back and bench. We still home Yivark Makushinisko. You remember wherever you remember, bench right there. 
How long are you allowed to bench? Is, uh, from after the meal, until the food has digested in your stomach, which is 72 minutes. If one gets wine after the meal, if that's the only cup you have, he says, make a break for your coffin, and then go ahead and bench. You got a bench, and then you can drink the wine after you bench. You can answer Amen after you saw Hamavarth makes a bracha. The ain onen Amen after Kusi work. You can't answer Amen after a Kusi. Again, we will see that later. I Jishma call bracha kula until you hear the entire bracha because perhaps he is making a bracha too hard. Grisim. Uh, let's try to get a little more. Thank right. Ain mevarking alha. Which one? No, everyone agrees that. So why they interject that there? Oh, because we're talking about Once we're talking about Avdala, we said, you know what? We'll throw that in also. Which one? About about Achios in there? Or about uh, Zara and Mason? Down right Mori Mori yeah, no, no, and that's everybody. Yeah. No, that's everybody. But once we're talking about Avdala, we put in all the Hilkos Avdala, they're all together. Yeah, I assume that's why. Because you're right. It's not a Machu. That is no longer Machu Kedushan Beisol. Says the Gemara, Tanur Abanim Tvarim Shabbim Beishamay Beisol Besuda Beishamay Omrim Bevarachal Hayom. You make a bracha on the day you first celebrate the day Vachem Bevarachal Yain. Then you make a bracha by Priyagafen Shahayom Gorim Liyam Shiavu because the day is what causes the wine to come because of the day because it's Yontif because it's Shabbos. That's why you're even making a bracha on wine to begin with. Ukvar Kiddush Yom and besides that, in davening you already were Mekadesh today, like on Friday night. We first were Mekadesh today during davening. We say Kiddush in davening and then. And then we make Kiddush. And then we make what we call Kiddush. When you made Kiddush Friday night, i.e. in Shul, it wasn't yet time to make a bracha on wine. He says, no, first you make the bracha pray for your coffin, then you make the bracha on the Yom of Mekadosh Shabbos. Because if there would be no wine or bread or anything like that, there would be no Kiddush. And wine is more common. The bracha on the day is less common. When you have something more common or less common, the more common thing goes first. And Valach is like Beisilol. Morris says, "My davar acher. Why do they still have to bring a second reason? Maybe he'll say, listen, Beishami has two reasons. Beishel only has one, so he loses. So Morris says, no, hachanami tartin and no, Beishel also has two two reasons. That's why he says, berches ayayin tadiru, berches yom ena tadiru, tarvishen tadar tadar kodim. That's why he says the more common one goes first. So now the Morris says, the halacha kedivri Beishel. Why do we have to pasuk Beishel? Pshita, we know the hanafka basko. We have a heavenly voice." So Ibai Sam Akorin Basko, either it was before the heavenly voice, so therefore we have to pass up his hill. The Ibai Sam Akh Basko could be even after the Basko, after the heavenly voice, going to the top of Nabez Manalf, Rabbi Yeshu, he follows Rabbi Yeshu's opinion, the Amar Emashkicham Babasko, who says we don't listen to heavenly voices, and that's why we have to go out of our way to Paskin like base Hillel. Okay, we will stop over here. Just as a heads up, just as a heads up. So the eighth barrack will survive, but the ninth barrack, every daf is incredibly, incredibly, incredibly long. It's, there's no breaks. So, so I'm going to try, is the moment davening ends this, at the 6.30 meeting this week, I'm going to try to get here as quick as possible and start as fast as possible. So, just as a word to the wife. That's good. Usually we gain time. Ronnie always tells us we gain time on Rosh Chodesh because they start, they start earlier. Whatever. So, 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 my point is that that uh, whatever, whenever davening ends, I'm, we're going to hustle because we're going to need every minute we can to uh, try to get through the next pair. Hold on, let me just make a cut. Let me make a cut. All right, Rebbe Chanan,